Are you blind when you're born? Can you see in the dark? Dare you look at a king? Would you sit on his throne? Can you say of your bite that it's worse than your bark? Are you cock of the walk? When you're walking alone? Because jellicles are and jellicles do. Jellicles do and jellicles would. Jellicles would and jellicles can. Jellicles can and jellicles do.
Jellicle songs from Cats the Musical. Well, a very good afternoon and welcome to Behind the Stage Door with me, Drew Baker, here on Pure West Radio. It's Sunday, the 6th of December. How is your December going? We have a jam-packed show for you today. I don't have one guest. I don't have two guests, but I have three guests today on the show, and I'm so excited. In the first hour, I will be joined by X Factor runner-up all the way back in the second series of The X Factor. I'll be joined by the lovely Andy Abraham. He will be on the line. I'll also be joined by our Amateur Theatre Company of the Week, and I'll be chatting to Martin from Swanmore Amateur Dramatic Society, and he will be choosing the the show of the week as well and it's a great one today i also have some news about the show of the week that's something very exciting to share with you and my third guest is actually going to be with me for the whole show i am absolutely delighted to welcome west end choreographer jack ludwig to the studio how are you doing jack hi there drew i'm really good thank you thank you for having me you're very welcome and thanks for joining us on behind the stage door now jack and i know each other because we worked together on the pirate queen didn't we back we certainly did just before lockdown it feels like an eternity ago right it does <laughs> <laughs> gosh but uh, we're going to chat more to jack very very soon but first of all, I wanted to bring you a song about December. And uh, I couldn't think of anything better than from the Broadway cast recording of the musical Anastasia. This is Once Upon a December. Dancing bears Painted wings, things I almost remember, and a song someone sings once upon a December. Someone holds me safe and warm, horses prance through a sea.
Once Upon a December from Anastasia, the original Broadway cast recording. Well, a few moments ago, I was telling you all about my guests that I have here on Behind the Stage Door today. But don't forget, my extra special guest is, of course, you listening at home or wherever you are listening from. And if you would like to get in touch, if there's any songs you would love to hear on Behind the Stage Door, or indeed, if you have any questions for any of my guests today, then please drop me an email, studio at purewestradio.com. Or you can send me a text message, 60777, starting your message with PWR and charged at your standard network rate or I'm live in the studio so why not give me a call 01437 764455 that's 01437 764455 or of course jump onto any of our social media platforms at Pure West Radio and we will be sure to pick up that message now as I said I am joined by West End choreographer Jack Ludwig now Jack T- tell us about how your dance career started, because you, it wasn't typically musical theatre at the beginning, was it? No, Drew. So I started as an Irish dancer, and it started as a joke at school. Now, I love the Irish dance because I love those click clicks, you click, know, clicks. all those click clicks and kick the legs. Now, when we were doing the Pirate Queen, I used to say to Jack, Jack, can I have one of those click clicks there? Um, you know, when they click their heels. But so, so where did you start to learn Irish dance? So there was a group, um, an after school club in Irish dancing that one of the teachers uh, was running. I used to poke my head in. I was always into performing arts anyway. And uh, this one occasion, she just said to me, I need another dancer can you come in and do it? Um, and I'd been watching for a good couple of weeks. And I said, yeah, sure, OK. I, and I thought it was hilarious, but actually really enjoyed it and really got into it. And that is how my Irish dancing started. journey started. So, big dance. I do. Shall we have a little bit of river dance? Oh, yes, please. Let's play a little bit. This is, the, uh, this is Lord of the Dance.
Now, you see, that has me dancing around the studio. I want to do all those clicks, clicks. And I'm very lucky. Jack got up and, and did a little bit then. He, he threw his leg up a little bit. So, Jack, you didn't tour with with uh, Lord of the Dance, did you? No, not with Lord of the Dance. I did. Um, Girl Force Dance was my first uh, tour, and that was to China. Oh, my gosh. How yeah, was that? How was, was your very first time out there? It was incredible. I had the most amazing time. Um, it's just great to see a, another country while doing something that you love in these massive venues. Can I ask the question, did you do that line across the front where you have to do your head thing? We did. Oh, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. So, uh, Jack, a little bit later on, we're going to talk a bit more about the Pirate Queen. We've got a number from the Pirate Queen to play later on from one of the numbers, the big numbers in the show that you choreographed. How was your experience working on the Pirate Queen? Absolutely unforgettable. I mean, just being at the the London Coliseum, even being in London with all the dancers and all of the cast and people that I've, you know, really wanted to meet for a long time, being in a rehearsal room with them and you, it was really <laughs> amazing. And of course, Claude Bichel, Schoenberg and uh, Alan Boubile as well. That yes. was that was exciting. So um, we're going to crack on with some more music and we're going to visit uh, Guys and Dolls now. This is Adelaide's Lament. Look, Adelaide, you're getting yourself upset. You and I are going to be all right. <laughs> After all, we love each other and we're going to get married. I don't believe you anymore. But it's true. Oh, you'll feel better tomorrow. Come on, cheer up, honey. Let's see that old smile. <laughs> That's my girl. See you tomorrow. It says here, the average unmarried female, basically insecure, Due to some long frustration may react With psychosomatic symptoms Difficult to endure Affecting the upper respiratory tract In other words, just from waiting around For that plain little band of gold A person can develop a cold. You can spray her wherever you figure the streptococci work. You can give her a shot for whatever she's got, but it just won't work. If she's tired of getting the fish eye from the hotel clerk, a person can develop a cold. It says here, the female remaining single just in the legal sense shows an erotic tendency see note tendency see note oh see note oh oh here we go chronic organic syndromes toxic or hypertense involving the eye the ear the nose and throat In other words, just from worrying whether the wedding is on or off, a person can develop a cough. You can feed her all day with the vitamin A and the bromophins, but the medicine never gets anywhere near where the trouble is. If she's getting a kind of a name for herself and the name ain't his, a person can develop a cough. And furthermore, just from stalling and stalling and stalling the wedding trip, a person can develop la grip when 
the train for Niagara And she can hear church bells chime The compartment is air-conditioned And the mood sublime Then they get off at Saratoga For the 14th time A person can develop log grip La grip La post-nasal drip Adelaide's Lament from the musical Guys and Dolls. Well, if you've just tuned in, welcome. You are listening to Drew Baker here on Pure West Radio with Behind the Stage Door. Coming up in about 10 minutes' time, I'm going to be talking to my second guest, um, and that is the wonderful Andy Abraham. He will be joining me on the telephone very, very shortly. But we're going to jump now to a musical with music and lyrics by Andrew Lipper and book by John August. Um, it's based on Daniel Wallace's 1998 novel, uh, Big Fish, a novel of mythic proportions, and the 2003 film Big Fish. Uh, written by John August and directed by the wonderful Tim Burton. So uh, Big Fish revolves around the relationship between Edward Bloom, a travelling salesman, and his adult son, Will, who looks for what is behind his father's tall stories. This opened in Chicago in 2013 with a Broadway run the same year, and it came to the West End in 2017. This is from Big Fish, and this is Stranger. Stranger, I'm feeling stranger than I've ever felt before And so much more different Like something old has joined with something new But still feels true I'm passing through a ride that every parent does I'm walking on some shared familiar ground Yet every step I take is not a step that was and I found I like the sound of stranger A child I've yet to meet becomes my everything My song to sing Father And suddenly the weight of it is real What do I feel? I feel connected in a way I've never known A line from dad to me to newborn son so from today, I'll never make a choice alone One for all, all for one And when he's born, I'll teach him how to use his common sense He'll listen and he'll learn and he'll excel I'll tell my son that life is lived in clear and present tense Not only in the stories we can tell My father told me stories I could never comprehend in every tale he claimed to be the hero I've tried to understand him But I wonder if I can Because after almost 30 years 
Stranger from the musical Big Fish. I absolutely love that song, but also that show. Have you seen Big Fish, Jack? I haven't, no. Oh my gosh, such an amazing show. I saw it when it um, when it came over because we had... Um, I've forgotten the guy's name who came over to play it. Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, came over to play at Frasier, as most people will know him. Came over to play to play the lead. Um, and you're missing theatre, Jack. I am missing theatre. Desperately missing theatre. It's crazy, isn't it? We're in we're in such a crazy time. But great news that Les Mis reopened a couple of days ago in the West End, and also um, Six reopened in the West End. This is all great news. Although it's socially distanced, um, it is great news that they've opened right absolutely there's like hundreds and thousands of performers that haven't got any work at the moment i know it's crazy and to think to think we opened a show um, just before lockdown i mean we got it in and then that's it everything went dark straight after i know maybe crazy. it was the pirate queen that did it all <laughs> who knows <laughs> crazy um we're gonna head now just before we chat to the lovely andy abraham we're gonna head to uh, a musical that you lovely listeners know that i love dearly it's the musical half a sixpence this is if the rain's got to fall The rain's got to fall, let it fall on Maidstone, Hoxton, Oakston, anywhere but Folkestone. Folkestone's the place where it's got to be fine, cos that's where I'm meeting my girl. What if I start to get dreamy, just supposing her ma should see me, trying to woo her daughter, kneeling in a puddle of water. The rain's got to fall, let it fall on Thursday, Saturday, Friday, any day but my day. My day's the day when it's got to be fine, cos that's when I'm meeting my girl. Don't drop the sandwiches. Soggy? All the ground to become too boggy. 
Nothing is quite so dismal As a party when the weather's abysmal If the rain's got to fall, let it fall on Greatstone Dimchurch, Dover, hope it passes over Ramsgate or Rye, keep the ball of on on the waiter. But if the rain's not to fall, please, oh, please let it fall. Somewhere over planet. Oh, how I wish we knew a way that we could manage. From falling right here because we're just in Hillary's ground. If it will rain, if it will Charlie Stemp and the London cast recording of If the Rain's Gotta Fall from the musical Half a Sixpence. I love that show so much. Now I am thrilled with uh, my next guest who has so kindly come on the show to chat to us today. So uh, welcome, Andy Abraham. Andy, how are you doing? How are you doing, Drew? Yeah, not too bad, you know. Um... During this crazy time, it's just mental, isn't it? Oh, I know. It's yeah. just... We were just talking a few moments ago um, on uh, on the show. We were just talking about um, how lovely it is that this week some some of the theatres in London have been able to sort of get back and do just, you know, just a, a little bit, even if it's just sort of a thousand people. It's just nice to, for them to be able to perform again. And you must be feeling yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, it's um, the live... The live performances, um, gigging, um, theatres—it's—it's it's, yeah. The last year has just been, oh, it's, 
it's just been so difficult, to be honest. Um, and also, you know, the thing is, you've, you've always got to find... I, I've had to kind of revert back to what I used to do, do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. The, uh, number one, keeping busy. Number two, um, feeling like I'm, I'm contributing to to keeping the economy going and and... and I don't know, just just everything that that makes you feel as if you're doing something for yourself as well, you know. Absolutely, and also absolutely. earning. Yeah, and and you, you know you're you're right. I mean, there's so many things to think about, isn't there? Because you know mm. we, we have to be thinking about ourselves and our own mental health, and and absolutely. you know as well as as well as sort of everybody around us and family and yeah. and everything. It's just it's been a crazy crazy year. Well, um, well, Andy, let's let's go back fifth. 15 years, no, how long? 15 years. 15, 16 years, yeah. 15 years. Um, how how much of that experience still feels like it was yesterday? Um, I suppose, well, it's, it's very difficult to, to feel like it was yesterday. Well, of course. <laughs> 15 years ago, but... Um, the fact that when I still go out now, and I mean, I go out very, very early in the mornings, you know, to go and do the rounds on the bins. Sure. Um, and um, uh, I still get the amount of people that I get that say that we loved you. And the other day, in fact, um, yesterday, there was a lady in a very, very expensive house. Um, you know, she asked me to... Um, to take some extra bins for her because uh, the council, the council uh, hadn't picked her, her, her bins up right. And um, uh, once I kind of I emptied them for her, um, she said, "Oh my God, are you Andy?" And I went, "Yeah, yeah." She said, oh my God, you are amazing. Um, don't, please don't stop. I said, "No, no, no. My plan is to go back." Um, into you know writing songs and and going out and performing songs and she went you're amazing i've got some amazing contacts she said <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it yeah yeah this is it was uh, just amazing experience and you know um she was just so so lovely and and so appreciative of what she remembers of me do you know what i mean yeah absolutely and, and do you think not- I mean, Andy, do you think? I mean, that was that was the you were on the second series of of that show, you know. And do you think do do you think it was? I mean, how how tough was that whole experience for you? Go, going from from what you were doing as a, as a career, you know, you yeah. you were sort of you know a refuse collector, and and I I know you'd you'd sort of been a, a bus driver as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got, uh, what jobs I haven't done? That's you starting there. I've done so many different types of work, uh, insurance salesman, McDonald's, uh, Glazer, bin man, busman. (laughs) And how does, how do, how do you, how does, how does a person cope with going from doing though that type of work to being swept up in, you know, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Let's, let's be honest about this. Back when, back when it was the second series of, of the X Factor, I personally think it was so much bigger then because it was so new to us. Um, yeah. Watching these series, and you must have just literally felt like you'd entered a whirlwind. I, yeah, I did. Um, I think uh, the UK's experience of Pop Idol was um, was kind of a setup for the X Factor. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And 
And because Pop Idol went on to do uh, American Idol and all the other idols around the, the world, X Factor uh, felt even more like it was a, a British thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, and to be swept up, uh, especially b b by the final as well, and then going out the next day trying to buy uh, presents for my family. And I mean, and that, <laughs> that didn't happen. My wife had to carry on on her own. And I was still left there in, in Enfield Town Centre three hours later being rescued by security guards and everything. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was a crazy time. But I'm I'm assuming one that you had the best time in as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, the British public were amazing. They um their their support of me and my family was um was incredible, and I you know I could never ever thank them more enough for that. Um, but you know, at the same time, uh, fifteen years on, and you come away from your your part within the X Factor. Um, people move on, agents move on, do you know what I mean? And it becomes a lot more difficult. If it's a difficult for me, it's going to be a lot more difficult for others, do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Enough to be able to to get two albums out of Sony and then, um, you know, bring out my own two albums, um, you know, so having four albums out of out of this career, and I'm not saying that I'm I'm finished by, by any means, but, um, you know, uh, uh, to get that out of that career yeah uh, yes absolutely and, yeah, to be, to and of course only a couple of years later then i think it was just three years later you yeah. um you find yourself uh winning uh, eurovision you d you decide um yeah, your decision and um i mean ha i mean talk to us about that i mean i i'm a i'm a huge eurovision fan um yeah yeah it was wicked I have to say, it was amazing. Uh, complete shock to me, to be honest, because I thought um, <clears throat> it was between me and, <clears throat> me and Michelle Gow. Yeah. And I actually thought that Michelle Gow would have won it, but um, maybe it's because of my my uh, affection with the uh, the British public that they allowed me to go and represent them in Belgrade. You know? Um, I mean, how, it was how was that whole experience? I mean... Yeah, really. Yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, um, I have to say, uh, I would love to do it again. Um, it's 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 an experience that um, you can only understand being there. You know, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're real music lovers, mu music lovers from around the world, and um, uh, it was an absolute pleasure and honour. It's the best stage that I've performed on. You know, not and the most historical. Because I think the Royal Albert Hall is still um, still up that there. Eaten, I would say. Yeah. But um, uh, as a televised show, a historical televised show that has, you know, so much affection to uh, a lot of people in Europe and uh, and around the world, it, it was absolute pleasure that I um, I performed on it. Amazing. And and Andy, it, it, maybe you're saying you'd love to do it again. It, it, I mean, who knows? Is is now the who right knows? time? Is now the time that that uh, that you come back and do it again? Uh, well, you you never know. You never know. Can can Europe handle soul music? Um, uh, you know, 
I don't know. I'm not. I think sure. I think Europe needs soul music right now. <laughs> I think it needs soul music. So, Andy, what's what's next? What's coming up post lockdown? Let's pray that this vaccine works and everything. We're we're sort of, you know, by spring we're we're back to a little bit of normality. What's next for you? Well, um, writing new music. I've got some new songs. Um, which, you know, uh, I need to go into the studio and, and, and re-record and, and get them right up to how I really love them. And, and just more soul music, to be honest. Uh, recording some more, um, some more uh, cover stuff that I absolutely love. And, uh, yeah, just getting out there and showing the love to to the people out there you know well andy we we certainly need that love and we certainly need your voice uh back out with us now um and now more than more than ever uh, before um andy thank you so much for dropping in to behind the stage door for a chat it's been so lovely we are going to um we're gonna gonna uh, leave our chat with uh, one of your great songs now our listeners here know that i absolutely adore this song um the impossible dream i actually think and i don't know whether you'll agree with me i feel like the impossible dream has some of the greatest lyrics ever written absolutely um i think this whole song is incredible and i absolutely love your recording um of this song it is true. Andy, thank you so much for joining us. Um, let's hope 2021 is an amazing year. Have a wonderful Christmas to you and your family, and um, hopefully we'll see you next year. Merry Christmas to everybody, and um, stay safe, everyone, and uh, look after each other, and much love, much love. Thanks, Andy. Take care. Take care. Bye. Unreachable star 
Possible dream from, of course, the musical Man of La Mancha. And that was sung by the lovely Andy Abraham, who had just joined us. Jack, do you remember? Are you old enough to remember Andy on The X Factor? I am old enough to remember Andy, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to ask that question. You know, I was actually just being polite. But <laughs> oh, thanks. And I was 15. F- uh, all right. Mm. All How right. old were you, Drew? Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> I mean, what a voice. Absolutely what a incredible. Voice. And of course, it's amazing. it just goes to show where our industry, you know, where, it's, where it is right now, where, where all of our performers and directors and choreographers have, have gone out of our industry to work in, in various different places. Um, you know, and Andy, going back to what he was doing, which is just incredible. Um, and I hope we hear more of that voice, right? It, absolutely. We have I to. Mean, just just incredible um i wonder i forgot to ask andy and i should ask him i wonder whether he's ever done any musicals he'd be great he would be great imagine that voice 
Um, amazing. Somebody who has done a lot of musicals is a song we're going to hear next. Now, Jack, I don't think you're old enough to remember Heidi High, are you? I'm not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Heidi High, as you know. I have heard of it, and you've spoke about it a lot. Yes, you know, ding, ding, ding. Good morning, campers. <laughs> that was the lovely Ruth Maddock on Heidi High. And uh, the reason I'm talking about Heidi High is uh, Sue Pollard, um, who I um, have... Uh, gone on many an evening out with um is i've got coming up next and uh, she is uh, the reason we're going to play sue pollard is she is going into panto in london hurrah sue pollard who is now by the way and i hope she won't mind me saying this who is now 71 um and uh, yes she is going into panto in london and i wanted to play her song that she released uh, quite a few years ago. Now, I don't know how many of you will remember uh, this song, but the video is very Christmassy, and it's, there's lots of snow. So this is Starting Together by the wonderful Sue Pollard. We're starting together We're taking a chance on what we feel We're starting together Because we believe our love is real We'll promise to have and to hold From this day on until we're frail and old There's no chance of breaking together and suddenly everything is new we're starting together not thinking of one anymore but two we both have so much that we can learn trust and respect we've got to earn it can only get better now we're starting together Starting together, you're learning to live with all my faults. We're starting together. 
Sue Pollard there with Starting Together. And of course, you can catch Sue in Panto in London this Christmas. Um, Jack, Six the Musical, the hype behind Six the Musical. Oh, there is certainly a hype behind Six. And how how amazing that they've managed to reopen um, in a socially distanced environment, of course. Yeah. Um, Six, uh, for those of you that don't know Six, a British, book mu- British musical with book, music and lyrics by Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss. And the musical is a modern retelling of the lives of the six wives of Henry VIII presented as a pop concert. Mm. I mean, just amazing. Genius idea. It is. And it's really captured a lot of the younger musical theatre students are obsessed with Six. Absolutely. I remember seeing it for the very first time when it first came out in 2017 at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mm. Um, I saw it for the first time and knew this is this is big. This is has big. got something behind it. And, uh, of course, the, the powerhouse performances. And now, you know, 2017 Edinburgh, 2017 Off West End, 20... 2018 UK tour, 2019 into the West End, 2019 North American tour. It's on the cruise ships. It's everywhere right now. It's just amazing. It is amazing. My friend Caitlin's on the um, Norwegian cast as well, having the most amazing time. I mean, it's such a great show. So we're going to hear a song now uh, featuring Christine Modestu, and this is Don't Lose Your Head from Six The Musical. Grew up French court, we oui, we oui, bonjour, life was a chore, so she set sail. Fifteen twenty-two came straight to the UK, all the British dudes lay. Epic fail. Ooh. I wanna dance and sing. Politics, not my thing. Ooh. But then I met the king, and soon my daddy said, You should try and get ahead. Obviously, messaging me like every day. Couldn't be better than he sent me a letter. And who am I kidding? I was pret a manger. Sent a reply. Just saying hi. You're a nice guy. I'll think about it, maybe. XO, baby. Here we go. You sent him kisses. I didn't know I would move in with his missus. What was I meant to do? Sorry, not sorry about what I said. I'm just trying to have some fun. Don't worry, don't worry, don't lose your head. I didn't mean to hurt anyone. L-O-L, say oh well, or go to hell. I'm sorry, not sorry about what I said. Don't lose your head. And the little one said, if you want to be wed, make up your mind. Her or me, chum, don't want to be some girl in a threesome. Are you blind? Don't be bitter. Cos I'm fitter. Why hasn't it hit her? He doesn't want to bang you. Somebody hang you. Here we go. Your comment went viral. I didn't really mean it, but rumours spiral. Sorry, not sorry about what I said I'm just trying to have some fun Don't worry, don't worry, don't lose your head I didn't mean to hurt anyone L-O-L, say oh well, or go to hell I'm sorry, not sorry about what I said Don't lose your head 
January. He got a promotion, caused a commotion, set in motion the C of E. The rules were so outdated, us two wanted to get X-rated. Everybody chill, it's totes God's will. Henry's out every night on the town, just sleeping around like, what the hell? If that's how it's gonna be, maybe I'll flirt with a guy or three, just to make him gel. Henry finds out and he goes mental, he screams and shouts like, so judgmental. You damn it, witch. Mate, just shut up, I wouldn't be such a b- if you could get it up. Here we go. Is that what you say? And now he's going round like off with her head. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure he means it. Means it. What was I meant to do? What was she meant to like, do? Like, what was I meant to do? What was she meant to no, do? But what was I meant to do? Sorry, not sorry about what I said. I'm just trying to have some fun. Don't worry, don't worry, don't lose your head. I didn't mean to hurt anyone. Don't lose your head from Six the Musical. I can't believe, Jack, can you believe that the first hour has disappeared already? Already? It's, it's gone. gone. Really quick. It's six o'clock. Uh, if you've just tuned in, thank you for joining me here on Pure West Radio for Behind the Stage Door on this Sunday, the 6th of December. And I'm joined in the studio by Jack Ludwig, who is a West End choreographer. We were talking to Andy Abraham a little bit earlier on. And soon we're going to be joined by Martin from Swanmore Amateur Dramatic Society. What an action-packed show we've got today. Jack, you're loving the music. I am loving the music, especially that one. Really upbeat and good fun. Bit of six. Bit of six there. We're going to jump now to a musical uh, called Aida. Do you know Aida, Jack? I do. Great show, right? Lovely show. Um, also known as Elton John and Tim Rice's Aida, it's a musical based on the opera of the same name, 